I got Manisha, to tell y'all the style. Dom, <laughs> no, it's Dom the Don. I've already gave him the name Dom the Don. Okay, and um, yeah, no, you you rapping now, so? <laughs> oh. Are you are you rapping now, so? I will be. I, I can be your manager <laughs> as long as you gag. know how to make me money. Gag, huh? gag, because I've already claimed it. So that's as long crazy. as whoever can make me money. Put me in the in the spotlight. I, need I know. I know where exactly where you need to go. I know the plugs. He ain't got he no gonna plugs. have me at a gay strip club. Got the plugs. <laughs> <laughs> he about to have you <laughs> swinging Richard. So you know they closed. Did they really? Are they yeah. already closed? Yeah, they closed. Oh man, oh. I never got to make it. You never been? And I, I was telling him I want to go to. Only too. went once. Mm. It only went once. I almost ended up working there. Is it white? But niggas? that's another story. It's a lot of it's penis, but you got to stay soft. Um, Wait, <laughs> I asked you, was it white niggas? No, I said there's a lot of other niggas in there, but you gotta oh. stay soft. Like, your penis has to stay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of <laughs> Millennial Mess. I am Dom the Dom's manager, publicist, um, <laughs> entertainment lawyer, and also life coach. But you can just call me Ray Sean. <laughs> Introduce yourself, <laughs> Dom Manisha or Dom the Dom. Um, this is Dom here for you bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I am. That's his coin purse. <laughs> He's Jay LaFlair. He was just shaking his testicles. I'm trying to know that that's what that sound effect was. I'm uncomfortable. Um, and um, welcome back to episode four. Is it? Nigga. I thought it was five. That's why I said we just keep it in sequential <laughs> order because I'm going to forget. This is another episode of the Millennial Mess season two. There are animals in the background making the noises um, because we're at Dom's house and he has a zoo as me- oh, right. <laughs> lady, lady, Ladies and gentlemen, please ignore the child. I mean, the, the dog abuse in the background. Um, Ooh, this, is, this is perfect because it's going to be leading up to the topic for motherfucking today. Which Dom and I do not know. Wait. Was, okay. We don't know what the topic is for the day. So this is really interesting. But before we get into the topic of the day, I do want to ask you guys how y'all weeks were. My week was great. I just want to oh, start remember. off and ladies say and that my he week remembers. Was, okay, for one, my cards. Oh, your what? Friend. My car. Your car. Why? I'm so sorry. The bitch had me on the side of the interstate, hot as fuck. For real? <laughs> Was it smoking? It, no. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with my drink? Just <laughs> a little poor. Okay. Hey, so your car broke down. Oh, you. Your car broke, <laughs> so your car broke down. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, my car, These girls are one, my car didn't break down. It just started to run hot. So I just had to pull over on the side of the interstate. Did you hit and, up that mechanic I told you to hit up? No. Shout out to Brakes underscore ATL. 
Did he pay? He's done many things for me for free. So, I mean, no, no, because, oh, <laughs> oh. Not no, but no, literally hit him up. He's really good at his craft. So you should try to try to go to him and see what he what he goes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Of course. But yeah. But we need that. We need that. Besides um that bullshit. The week was great. I can't complain. I had a phone interview. I got another one coming up next week. Yeah. You know, do job. I, uh, speak it into my existence. I need, I'm speaking it. Please do. I need it myself. I pre- sure. Well, I guess that segues into how your week was. <laughs> um, I'm putting on my happy face. Um, my week he woke was up. this morning. <laughs> the sunshine. Yo, that, okay, you know what? I, I feel like every fucking episode we break into song. <laughs> like true homosexuals. <laughs> I am a straight woman. Go ahead. I'm be sorry. Go ahead. She's a fucking lie. Um, mm, biological. My week was great. Um, it's just, it's some things happening in my personal life that I won't bring up on this show. Oh my god! Here we go with but, the mystery and the fucking <laughs> shroudery. Like I don't have time. What happened? Nothing happened. <sighs> Justin, you are real fraudulent. Fraudulent. You've been, you been going through this stuff all week, and you can't tell all us. Week. Not on the show, off air. It's too personal. But moving along, I can't wait to write a memoir about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna expose everything that we didn't want to talk about. I'm swear I'm gonna write a memoir and be like, well, this week, this is what I put Justin. Anyway, so I have a game to play. I need to tell people how my week was. The fuck you mean? You didn't go? Oh, go no, ahead. I didn't. <laughs> um, so my week, Still my fan. I really like that fan. Um, my week was overall phenomenal. Besides what happened yesterday, what happened? I'm not gonna get into the full. De- I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna go very Justin about the situation. <laughs> but the 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 imparting, I guess, what I got from it is be very fucking careful who you call your friends. Yeah, hit me in the fucking <laughs> hand right here. No, because it's a fact. Other than that, I had a really phenomenal week, and I'm feeling really, really good today because yes. of this, like, look. I feel you, Rayshawn. Do you feel like a bad bitch? Because I, I feel like a bad bitch. Almost, always. Always but. do. Oh. So, mm. you said you wanted to play a game. Mm. I do. Oh, my God. Who gave this bitch a fan? So, Dom. Rayshawn. Yeah. I hope it's not who I want to fuck, because I don't want to play that game no more. It. Okay. I want to play a game. Okay. So, we're going to play a game. Okay. You have to name this artist. Oh, I got it. That rapped these lyrics. Okay. But if you get it wrong, you have to take a shot. Oh, uh-uh. I'm going to get it wrong on purpose. And <laughs> you have to go one at a time. So, if you just blurt out the answer, you have to take the shot. Okay. Who's first? I gotta read the lyrics. I'm not taking no, that. No, who's gonna shot glasses? You ain't even got no shot glasses. Where they at? Hmm? Where the shot glasses at? I'll go get Girl, them. You read the house. lyrics. You know what? Drive the boat. Take you read it out the, the bottle. Speaking no, of driving the boat, shout out to Megan Asali, <laughs> always. Um, I'll go get the shot glasses. You read the lyrics. Okay. So the lyric reads uh, Fat back with a real slim waist. What's wrong? Can't talk with a pussy in your face. Then keep me sprung with a tongue like make me come till I'm numb. Oh yes, rub my <laughs> chest, make me wet. 
doggy style and do it just like a vet. Can you rap it how the song goes? Uh-uh, too easy. Rap <laughs> <laughs> no, it how the song goes. I don't know this shit. I did. It's the same cadence. You know it, Rayshawn? Um, <laughs> I like her. I'm not going to lie. All of her was fat back and I instantly <laughs> didn't know who it was. Um, So I'm going to let Rayshawn go first. You want me to reread the lyrics? Yeah, please. Fat back, slim in the waist. Uh, fat back with a real slim waist. What's wrong? Can't talk with a pussy in your face. Then keep me sprung with a tongue like. Make me come till I'm numb. Oh, yes. Rub my <laughs> chest, make me wet. Doggy style and do it just like a vet. I'm easily going to guess two people. Yeah. And if I get one of them right, I feel like I don't have to take the shot. And don't tell me if I'm correct. It's either going to be Trina or Santana. Dom? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> so I feel like I win by default. I have no idea. Take a shot. He got it. What Who was it? it? It's Trina. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have to take a shot. He got hey, it. Hey, hey. No, I say if you get it wrong, bitch, you gotta take a shot. I'm not taking for that thing right Take now. a shot. I'm not taking a full shot. Fuck that. I got stuff to do. Today. <laughs> okay, so what's the next one? All right. This is probably gonna be too easy. So, oh my god, I'm in a tricky little mood. I gotta tricky take these little, little dudes. dudes. I, I tell them that, that I love them, but, but I never really do. See, I like pretty shoes and I like pretty minks. I, I like sightseeing the, the pyramid and the sphinx. I cop a tiny piece of I get that <laughs> Dumb. Who was that? Who do you think it is? Who was that? Is, I, is that know? is that Nikisha Minaj? It is Nicki Minaj. It's oh. Nicki Minaj. So we both don't have to take a shot. I'm tired of taking shots already, and I'm on the one end. That was actually fabulous, this song. And I only listened to it for fab, and that shit was lit. I'm not going to hold you. I only listened to, well, at that time, it was a fab. You picking songs I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was going to make it easy. The this fuck? one is probably going to be a little bit harder. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Blah, ta-da, watch out now. Uh-huh. It's the it's little, little one, one, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. when I tell you, I've been listening to this on repeat for the past this two weeks. so easy. Like, I know, this <laughs> Wait. Whole, I want to let y'all know I'm three for three. Like, I am three for three. I know that so, one. So who is it? Little Kim. All right, now. What's the lyrics? I want to hear the whole verse. <clears throat> Blah, ta-da, watch out now. It's, <laughs> it's the little, little one, one, and I'm not bow wow. wow. You got, you, you would cheat, throw it up. Spin, slip me his number on the low. I, I tore it up. up. Oh, wait a minute, minute. they playing that shit. Slow, slow it up. up. What? You out of Chris? Fuck it. Blow it up. Ooh. Y'all just rookies popping on the scene. Uh-huh. Careful how y'all talk before I pop them things. You want to see, see me, me on, on the team laughing and acting? <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Look a little closer. Don't he play with me. Don't even play with me. All you I'm saying is, like I said, I am a connoisseur of female I I rap. I was stump y'all bitches. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I did really one. well because I really. You were serious know. when you said you I, thought it was gonna be a little harder. <laughs> that's a deep cut. I so love what, that song. People what, don't know that verse. <laughs> mm. Without further ado, let's get into the show. This Wizzyk, okay. which again, I would like to make very clear that this season we're doing this whole different like thing. Where each of us decides to... No, it's like crazy. <laughs> each of us decide each week what the fuck we're going to talk about, but we don't tell the other two. Yep. So it's really like a gag whenever we start talking about it, okay? So, this week it was Justin, so take it away. Yeah, so this week I am leading the Millennial Mix segment. Um, Dom usually uses this term a lot when he says he's going to therapy unpacking his bags oh. <laughs> um this may be a little bit of that 
this week of us unpacking our bags a little bit. Um, but I think this is a conversation that is very prominent in the black community specifically because whew, there's a lot of things that people agree with and don't agree with in relation to how they raise their children in our community. community. And this specific topic I want to touch on, I really want to ask y'all specifically, mm-hmm. how do y'all feel about disciplining disciplining y'all children like would y'all whoop y'all kids beat y'all kids ass if they fucked up how do y'all feel about that <laughs> the millennial mixes whether or not we would beat our kids oh there's more to it okay so the first question is if we would beat our kids would you beat your kids <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand okay I'll answer first yes <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> oh, okay. uh, uh, like when it, disciplining are you do you, uh, just disciplining in general like timeouts punishments would you beat your kids ass whooping yeah oh whooping. it depends on the situation yes no i will piggyback off that only because i used to get beef for no fucking reason i remember girl <laughs> we're not even there yet oh we're, okay we're wait. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. but, okay so in general yes the but answer it, to that in is general yes. yes but it does really depend on this is i'm not gonna beat you if you like forget to mm-hmm. you know take out the trash or something right like that. you know what i mean so you do you bill. think that <laughs> do you think because a lot of uh theories and a lot of you know people in our community feel like that beating and whooping your kids is like a generational thing that comes from slavery times. And do you think that's something that's passed down generationally to each generation? Because I feel like that trauma is there, but I also don't think that that has anything to do, me personally, I don't think that has anything to do with massive whipping black people. I think that's, just how black people have been accustomed to raising their kids and how to just show authority, how to... White people don't use belts and whip ass? For the most part, no. For the they most don't? Part, no. No. What do they use, hands? No, they, they don't do talk. that. They talk. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, like, the development of black people has been... I don't want to say fucked up, um, but do you think that... Beating your kids and whooping your kids has caused like issues within the black community as far as with anger, depression, stuff like that. You want to go first? No, go ahead, Rashawn. All right, so here's my thing. I definitely, I actually disagree with you. I think that the whole concept of beating and like causing physical pain to instill a um, long lasting message did come from slavery. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is because like, bitch look at slavery. Like Mm -hmm. the way they would get their slaves in line is by whipping them, right? And whether we realize it or not, that was instilled within our ancestors that the only way to get somebody to listen to you is if you cause physical harm to them. That has passed on through generations and generations. It has transgressed and become something different now. Mm-hmm. But I still think, at the end of the day, it does come from that. Now, do I necessarily disagree with that concept, even though it did come from white patriarchy and all that stuff? You know, I, I mean, whoa, wait a minute. 
this girl who I haven't spoken to in at least 10 years has just called me. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got digressed. Um, yeah. No, but um, I definitely think that I'm going to beat my kids when it's warranted, mm-hmm. when I feel like they need to have a long-lasting lesson. However, it's not going to be strictly beatings like a lot of these other black parents are right. you know, going for in this day and age. If it's something like, hey, you know, you did something violent unnecessarily, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you and tell you what the violence really looks like and right. tell you why you shouldn't be doing that to another person. But if it's something like you made a mistake or you spilled juice, which I used to spill juice all the time <laughs> um, and catch that. But um. Also, like little, like, like, I think our parents, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but this generation's for the most part, parents really were young when they had us. Like, my mom was 22, I think, when she had me. When I was 22, I was still drinking Svetka. Like, let's start there. (laughs) I was still drinking Svetka, going to the club every week. I wasn't ready to raise no fucking kid. My mother wasn't ready to raise no fucking kid. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not faulting her for her inability to really understand how to be a um, A1 mother. Yeah. Because she still, I still think she's a, she was a phenomenal mother overall, even though all the bullshit that we went through, she, still, she was still a good mom. But when it comes to me, I just know um, I'm going to beat you when it calls for it, and I'm not going to beat you when it doesn't call for it. And I think that my kids will understand if I'm hitting you, it's because literally you are doing something that needs you need to be hit for. Yeah. It's going to be like my last resort. I'm not saying it's not going to be a common resort because I feel like my kids are going to be bad. <laughs> like bad until I get them in line. But I don't know. I don't, I don't really see there being an issue with using you know, physical punishment as a means to correct your child's behavior. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because them niggas going to get the belt. I don't even care. Granted, I agree with Rayshawn because it does depend on the situation and the circumstances because I don't feel like you deserve to get beat for every, well, disciplined whew, for, <laughs> for every fucking thing. I probably won't even do it. Honestly, I feel like I'm just going to be the dad that's like, okay, I don't want to deal with that shit. Because really? we already know the kids are going to be bad as fuck. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me personally, I I probably won't. won't well, first of all, I don't plan on having kids. But at if all, I did really, nothing. Eh, but if I did have kids, I honestly don't see myself, you know, whooping them or anything like that. I think you have to use other methods to discipline your kids. Mm. But I also think it just depends on the kid as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think beating and whooping your kid, honestly, to me, I think it has long-term effects that you probably don't really realize until you get older. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until I got older because when I was a kid, I didn't get whoopings. I probably only got like two whoopings in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. I was a good kid, but me too. On the opposite end, my brother. <laughs> no, that's on, a lie. We gonna get there. On the opposite end, my brother, he got a lot of whoopings. So, I seen basically seen the things that he got in trouble for, seen the shit that he did, the dumb shit he got whoopings for, and I'm like, why would I repeat that? Mm. So I just learned from early. Well, you had an older example, so basically. I did not. Right. And also, just to make sure we're clear, are we talking about the same brother? <laughs> who, who kisses boys 
Because if so, brother, if you're listening, I am here. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> and I'll be waiting with I'll an open beat heart. Your motherfucking ass. And an open mouth. But do you do you or do have you known anyone who has, you know, received whoopings or has got their ass beat? You know, as a child, have you seen them grow to be an adult and have, like, adverse effects from that trauma? Like, have you witnessed that from anybody? Because mm. <laughs> I feel like that thing can, can affect your dating life. It can affect your personal life. I am it so sorry. What was the question again? My Do God. you... Know anyone, or if you yourself have been beaten or whooped growing up, do you feel like it has an effect on you as an adult? Okay, here's my thing about this because actually I feel really strongly. I have um a cousin. I'm not gonna get too deep into like the familial shit because I don't ever want the shit to haunt me. But my cousin adopted her like half brother's daughter. And because of whatever my cousin and her half-brother had between them, like whatever hurt or harm happened, and again, I'm not going to speak too much into that, she adopted the girl only because the girl had literally nowhere else to go and treated her like fucking shit, right? Mm-hmm. I remember one time, I was like, that was a child when this happened. I wasn't like grown in my adult life, but we had went over the house and they had her standing like in a corner like holding up books or something like that. They like it was some type of old school like 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 it was literally like if you don't hold these books above your head or something like that and you drop them I'm gonna hit you or something like that. It was just mm. like super OD slavery. That's I'm, abuse. And I, yeah, so me and my mother had went over there because they used to have parties at their house, and we walked in there and I think I was like maybe like 15 or 16 at the time. Still had a mouth, you know what I'm saying? And I was like. Yo, what's what's going on? And they're like, oh, well, she did something. And it was like something so minuscule, right? And my mother was like, take those books off. What are y'all doing? Because, like, my mother's a nurse. And she's like, look, I'm a mandated reporter. Anytime I see child abuse, I have to report it. This is child abuse. You need to mm-hmm. stop what the fuck y'all got going on. Mm-hmm. So they stopped doing it in that moment. But I kept thinking, like, bitch, when we leave, they're going to continue this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And... As far as it relates to me, like, my mother would, like, we got to, my mother used to obviously use, like, physical means, but anytime, like, a lot of the times, a lot of the times, I did deserve it. Like, if I'm out here changing grades on my report card, I'm, like, deceiving her. You was doing Oh, I was, but I tell you, I've been a scammer most of my life. Me too, girl. Like, I I remember, a short story, I remember one time I changed the grades on my report card, and that same cousin who adopted that girl... Ended up coming to my house, going through my book bag, finding. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this was back in the day. I don't know if y'all knew about how to change your grades on your report card, Mm-mm. but on my report card, what I would do was I was cut out the grades that I got good. At. Like, so I would get like an A in like writing because I'm a really good writer, right? But then I would get like a D minus in math because math has never math been is my forte. Horrible, right? So what I would do is I would make copies on my report card, cut off the little D's. And then tape them on top of the um, <laughs> minus. It was it was this whole. Or I would scan them because my friend. This was like literally like two, it was a while ago before niggas had scanners, mm-hmm. and I had this one rich friend who had a scanner. So I scanned my report card and just copied and pasted the D. I mean the the A onto the D. 
print it out and give it to my mother like hey <laughs> yeah i'm just really gonna mad so right. yeah and she was like okay cool then my fucking cousin came over busting my shit like why he got all these cut up bees oh shit look, I, <laughs> oh look i found i found um his real report card this was my mother i got home <laughs> I'm, I got home. I don't know where I was coming from. I was in a good ass mood. My mother had all the lights off in the house except for a candle lit in the kitchen. Ooh. I walked in that kitchen. My mother said, "Sit your motherfucking ass down." <laughs> I sat down. My mother said, "What's this?" And I she showed me my original porker. I said, "Um, I don't." Before I could answer, my mother flipped that table. She lifted the whole table like the She Hulk. I ran out the house before she was about to kill me. Girl, so either way, the, the point I'm trying to make is when my mother beat me, I knew I deserved it. I was doing like the most dumb shit. I don't feel like it really affected me in my adult life. I don't like wake up thinking like I have this, you know, pent up aggression or I'm just like angry for no reason. Like I feel like I get anger for the appropriate reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, like I said, my mother did a phenomenal job raising me because I would have beat the fuck if I ever caught my son or daughter doing the same shit I was doing. Mm-hmm. I would beat them. I would beat the fuck out of them. So. Yeah. Eh. What's the story about you, Dom? Did you ever get a? I got beans all the time. <laughs> I was bad as fuck. You sitting here changing grades. I was signed off the ref- the write ups in school. <laughs> I was signing my mom off on to keep pushing. They would never. Oh, I do that too. When I learned how Fuck to forge signatures, I learned when I knew that I had a good hand, hand like had great handwriting. Mm-hmm. Forging my mama's signature all day the time. I could still forge my mother's signature. See, day so quick. Listen to this. I pra- when I tell you I practiced. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a sharp K. Okay, let's do this. As soon as I learned cursive, Listen, it was over for these baby, pictures. I was. It was over I used for these trip Permission slips, all of that. I went everywhere. I used to forge my mama's signature every write up, and one day. I forced my mama actually signed one in crayon and they thought it was me and they put me in I got in so much trouble. I was like, I didn't crayon. even do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what she signed? Your mother crayon. set you up. She said uh-uh. she childish. She set but you up for real. I used to always get beaten. I was bad as fuck. I used to always get suspended. I got expelled in freshman year. I used to get in trouble. Ex- I, you got expelled mm-hmm, for fighting. I used to get in trouble. My mama used to beat my fucking ass and she had always had a routine. She would tell me, put your hands on the bed, put your ass in the air. And don't move. <laughs> I be like, so the original question was how has that affected you in your adult life? I, I'm getting to that. So you grab the but you take from that in your adult gay life, sweetie. So as I gotten older, I've always felt like my mother was a great mother. Like I would never take anything from her in terms of like discipline and whatnot because I was bad. I feel like I did a lot of things that was just, that was deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, she could have eased the fuck up a. A little bit, but um, <laughs> but um, as my adult in my adult life, eh, I mean, it might affect me a little bit because I don't like when people yell at me. I don't like when people like if you're a normal voice and you be like to me, that's just really traumatic for me. And I be like, don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also because of our son. I feel like we have a problem with author- authoritative figures. I mean, that's I, always been me. I hate authoritative figures. Like, yeah. I do not deal with it. I see like, that. That's why I used to get in trouble in school all the time. Same. Hmm. Like, we, I used to just cuss them out and they never used to like report me. Because my cuss house would never be like, fuck you, bitch. You'd be like, you went to a predominantly black school? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. My high school was the arm, something called an exam school. Mm. So you had to take an exam to get into the school. And oh, be, you've been smart your whole life. I've been smart for a very long time. Same. But <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> if you scored hot enough, you can get into my, my school. But yeah. Mm. But them niggas just try. I'm like, hold up, this don't make sense because of this. 
I really want the apple. I'm still going to eat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I wasn't, like, unnecessarily rude. I wasn't necessarily, like, disrespectful. But I felt like when the teacher was trying me, I'm like, sis, if you want to get into it, let's get into it. I feel you. I hate authority as well. I always feel like if you ain't got kids, you can't talk to me like I'm one. I used to be, see, my mom, she she had to do, like, and my dad, they had to do different stuff for me because I was too smart for my own good. I was able to manipulate situations and manipulate people to do certain things. And especially in school, baby, I used to tell my teachers and principals and shit whenever I got in trouble, like, I was getting bullied. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the aggressor here. Fraudulent. Very fraudulent. So my mom kind of picked up on that like real early. So she knew like whooping me wouldn't really do anything to change my actions. So she had to take certain things away from me. So she oh, noticed kids. she noticed I like TV, I like video games, comic books and shit. So she would purposely take these things from me and she knew that would piss me the fuck off. So I remember one time um, I wanted to have a birthday party real bad because mm-hmm. I did not have a birthday party since I was like a fucking baby for real. So in school, I started making fake invitations and <laughs> I invited people to my house and planned this whole little birthday event. I gave them the address. These people done brought me gifts. People showed up to my house with gifts and stuff like that. I was out at dinner with my mom because me and my mom got this like yearly ritual for my birthday. She'd take me to dinner. And we went to Ruby Tuesdays. And I'll never forget, my dad had called her and was like, "Um, there's kids showing up to the house for Justin with gifts. They said it's a party here. We throwing a party for him? (laughs) My mom was like, no. So I just immediately knew from my mom's face. She just looking at me. She was like, Oh, so you like birthday parties, huh? I'm like, huh? She like, you heard what the, the fuck I said. Beat. So I I'm like, I, she was like, we'll talk when we get home. Embarrassed you. So I got home and people at my house, I had to entertain these people. We had to, whatever we had in the kitchen, my mom had to whip up and cook for these kids because <laughs> their parents and dropped them off at my goddamn house. So when they left, my mom was like, go upstairs. So I thought she was about to beat my ass. My dad came in the room, and my dad have, has never, ever whooped me. And even that night, he didn't whoop me. He literally sat me down on the bed, and he, we had like a two-hour-long conversation on what the fuck I did, why the what fuck kind of I did he it, got. all that type of shit. But the reason of- why he <laughs> – listen, listen. But the reason why he did that – and the reason why I knew from there going forward I would never beat my kids is because he got his ass beat a lot growing up. Like, and it was a lot of things that was kind of like misunderstood about him. Because mm-hmm. he did, you know, fucked up teenager shit or kid shit. But it was just a lot of misunderstanding between him and his, his mom and his, his stepdad. Or so he says. No, no, it was like real. Was life. you there? I wasn't there. Exactly. That's how he's reporting it to you. But him as a parent, I just really just had to soak all of that knowledge and information in and say, maybe beating your kids is not the answer. Because after that, like, 
I was a role model child. I never did anything bad. Fuck that. What kind of golden dream ass <laughs> shit is this? Fuck that. So I knew from there and there that I just, I would never be that parent if I was to be a parent. I, I could never put my hands on my child in that manner. Now, if you did some fucked up shit and I might have to choke you up one time, or if you try me, let's say if you come at me on some, oh, I'm, I'm big and bad, I'm trying to put my hands on you, then I'll have to beat your ass. But if it's just like a mistake or misstep in, in life that you took in school or whatever, then I think that leads more to a conversation to you to understand the ramifications of what may happen if you keep going forward with this or taking these actions. Wishful thinking, because I'm just, I don't know. You know what's funny, though? My dad actually never put his hands on me either. We don't, we weren't, like to this day, we're definitely not close, but mm-hmm. every year from when I was like a younger to like my teenage years he brought me to jamaica with him like every summer and he never like i remember one time i snuck out and went to this club called asylum in jamaica in kingston and asylum is obviously a 21 plus club and i was 12 and wait <laughs> Girl, you were fast i been <laughs> that Girl, I'm just trying to tell you this. So, Twelve, girl, what the fuck no, are you was, doing? But like, so the thing is, in Jamaica, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have enough, again, I was coming from America, aka foreign. Mm-hmm. So I was coming to Jamaica with like, I think like at that time when I went, it was like twenty dollars in American money was a thousand dollars in Jamaica money, right? So I was coming. Mm-hmm. My mother gave me my my father gave me money at the time, so I was in there like, look. This is like it was giving very much like take this money. I'm a child star in America. Y'all don't know who I am, but like I was child star. I was in asylum. Bitches went in there popping puss. It was like it was the craziest thing. And I remember I came home. He was like, "Where were you?" I was like, "Oh, I was at on Simone's house." Da da da. He was like, "He was like you lying." I went to Simone's house. I went all around the country. I went everywhere. You weren't there. Where were you? Where were you? And at the time, I was at asylum. And he didn't beat me. Like, he was just talking to me like, yo, you're not young. You're not old enough. Mm-hmm. And the reason I feel like he didn't beat me is because he knew I would have told my mother. And my mother like, bitch, that's not your son to beat. Like, I raised him. Don't ever touch him. But, yeah, my dad never never was. Um, but, not, again, like, this was from a very limited, uh, you know, experience that I've had with him because we don't have a relationship like that. But, mm-hmm. It's just weird because I used to always. And I, used to always, I remember when I got old enough or I was like 16 and then I was in Jamaica. And at that point, clearly I was going to the club. Like they don't, it don't matter at that point because mm-hmm. like, bitch, Jamaica. And I was like, well, wait, like I was just waiting so we could fight. Like I just wanted to fight him so bad. Like I was like, nigga, I want to square up with you so bad. See if you can fight me. Because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you could beat your daddy ass. You got daddy issues. No, I don't got daddy oh. issues. <laughs> no, because I feel like daddy issues means like, well, you know, you want to take older guys and you want. Not necessarily. No, I mean, everybody. If, if you didn't have a functional father growing up, then I feel like everybody would have daddy issues. That's how we I We should talk about, about that one day. Me and you could talk about this. I don't want yeah. to. But I'm just saying. I like, know I used to have them. Yeah, oh, okay. We could talk about this too. If he could, if he could be, if he could find me, like I was just waiting for. This I remember I walked into the room. He didn't say shit. He had a good time. I said, yeah. He said, all right, cool. <laughs> Not and you had I a good said, time. Yeah, that's exactly. What Damn, I'm nigga, you don't want to fight me? <laughs> Damn, you want to square up, nigga? <laughs> Why would care. you want to do that? To fight your daddy? You gotta know if he got hands, because how can he, how can he protect you well, if he can't protect? <laughs> <laughs> you. Shut the fuck up. Doesn't make sense. I screwed up with my dad one time under certain circumstances, but I won't bring that up on the show. Yeah, you already have. 
The fuck? All right. So while these bitches is checking their phones, we're going to take a break um, and be right back with the Millennial Man. I mean, shit, you should have stayed and we was back after you flicked your plan. Right. And we are back. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> for the millennial message, um, I feel like I want to just part off. But um, can you explain uh, why we're doing the millennial message this, this early? Because, bitch, we skipping adult and one-on-one. <laughs> um, so, for the, <laughs> for the millennial message... I feel like it's important for everybody, um, especially people that have gone through, um, I, I want to say dis- physical discipline through an early age, because personally, I do think it can have um, damaging effects on your life as you become an adult, especially if you don't unpack whatever it is that you might have felt as a child. Um, I think it's import- imperative that if you know that you are feeling some type of way due to being physically, physically disciplined or emotionally or even, um, what's the word? Not discipline, but abuse. Chast- oh, there we abuse. go. Abuse. If you feel like you've been abused, I would definitely say definitely go to therapy and get that shit unpacked because you don't have time to be carrying emotions like that around for your whole life. Especially, especially bitch, am I drunk? Especially when it is affecting your everyday life as an adult, whether it be your jobs or, you know, relationships. Get that shit fixed. I'm getting my fix. Shit. Almost there Monday. Unless I skip because I'm broke. <laughs> So I agree with Dom. Um, to my fellow millennials, I know this is a touchy subject because everybody's parenting styles is different. Some of y'all ass whoopings was warranted because y'all was bad as fuck, like Rayshawn. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> truly. So I just want to say, if you if you feel like getting your ass beat growing up has those negative effects in your life currently, like if you you know are unable to communicate. Without throwing fist, if you get angry at even the slightest of a of anything somebody's saying to you that you feel like is shady or whatever, please get that shit checked. Those bags <laughs> with a therapist or just any you know holistic way you feel necessary to get over that 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 past trauma. Um, I think. You also need to reconcile with your parents to let them know, understand that they may not have been to they may not have been the best parents at that time and understanding and aware of what they were doing, but they were doing the best that they could, given, you know, the circumstances. Um, Oh, my God. I want to say something about that. Go ahead. I feel like a lot of people give their parents flack. Um, or a hard time based off of the things that they did when they were growing up. But I think it's like Rishon said earlier, a lot of our parents were young when they had us and they were literally trying to do the same things that we're doing as we maneuver through our 20s. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for people to grow and learn to have a soft spot for their parents and just say, hey, it, you know, they didn't know every fucking thing. So, you know, they did what they knew, yeah, especially I, if you were the first child. Definitely. I forgave or forgiven my mother for a lot of the stuff that I feel like was unwarranted and unnecessary and just like, you're just not being a good mom right now. And I've only done that because I've come to a place where I'm 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, bitch, if I was to have a kid right now, I know I would make all of these, all of the mistakes. So 
Um, I guess that will really wrap up the millennial message. This show was very, very short. I'd like to blame Justin for this. <laughs> um, Let's figure out why Rayshawn feels the need to always blame someone. For the show being short? Placing huh? blame. Has it not been Justin's fault? You ain't got to always blame somebody, though. You I always got to blame somebody. Blame I, just want, I, need the, I need the girls who, I need the, the <laughs> listeners to understand why the show is given what it's given. <laughs> it's just a short episode this week. I know Rayshawn was a real. It wasn't me. It was him, baby. Right. When he was growing up, that's exactly up. what it was given. I know it was very much like, bitch. I just came here to smoke. Knowing he had the Molly. Knowing that's you know? why you was getting your ass beat. Well, I was. You know what? You need to take ownership <laughs> of your actions, just like taking ownership of you being late consistently. To what? When it's time to record. Prove it. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. And uh, how can they reach us, Dom? Um, by. Email at a messy podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Or Instagram at a messy Dommy Alexander underscore. Or if or. you really want to reach the real girls, um, <laughs> a messy podcast on Instagram, a messy podcast on Twitter. Yes. All of the things. Um, what y'all need to play in the intro song is me rapping. Oh my God! Wait my a second. My rap video. No, can we make a, a brief? Like I, I said at the beginning of the show, I am Dom the Don's rapper. At this, I mean, not right. <laughs> I'm Dom the Don's Dom manager, Dom. entertainment lawyer, hype man. I'm the manager, publicist. I'm the publicist, strategist. I will let y'all be whatever y'all want to be as long as I'm getting paid. I as am, long as I'm getting a coin from it, I'll do it. I'm cool. your social media maven. Bitch, how are you going to be his social media? <laughs> You're not even our social media maven. Get the fuck up out of here. Bye. Yes, I Bye. Am. Next case. Girl, who <laughs> do all the posting? Me. <laughs> That's exactly why I got your ass Because you always fucking lying What? Me. And on that note We will talk to you guys next week Alright Be blessed Be kind Tell me what you think about me <laughs> By my own dumbism no, you don't. Bye, bye, and be be cunt. Um, so be we'll cunt? see. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> Talk to you next week. <laughs> Take you, take you, show me something